You are listening to the JCN Clinic Podcast. The JCN Clinic Podcast is a place where nutritionalists Jessica Cox and Carissa Mason get real about nutrition and living a healthy life. They share with you their passion and their clinical knowledge for a fun, no BS approach to looking after yourself. Please enjoy today's episode and don't forget to subscribe and iTunes. Welcome once again to the JCN Clinic podcast show. I'm Jessica. I'm Carissa. And we're here once again to chat about a new and exciting topic. Yes. We're going to take it to a more sort of, what will we call it, sort of like low key. easier, low-key topic because we feel like we've kind of hit you with some heavier topics the last Hit you few, with the big guns the last, last two podcasts. Shows. Yeah. <laughs> so this time around we're going to be talking all about how to eat well and navigate eating well outside of your own kitchen because yeah. we talk a lot about meal prep and making meals and we've talked to you a lot about macro balance and so forth but when you're not in your own kitchen and you need to buy food and you're on the go, it's a whole different ballgame for some people. So how to cope when you don't have the absolute control over your food, I guess. Because I think for a lot of our clients, obviously people can be on restricted diets, sometimes more restricted than others. But I think the mm-hmm. biggest thing we find where people do like fall off the old wagon. Or <laughs> I love that. I can write that in my notes. <laughs> fall off the wagon. <laughs> Fallen off wagon, back on wagon. <laughs> Usually it's like a timeline. <laughs> But anyway, the, the thing we see our clients struggle most with is probably, um, yeah, eating out and making sure, and especially like work days, traveling and things like that. So that's probably something we get asked a lot. Mm. Kind of, I don't think we, we don't think we've spoken about it. No, I don't think so. Maybe a little bit over the Christmas yeah. sort of period we talked about it. But it's a really good topic because, again, I think it's one of those ones that we think about and just go, well, it just makes sense. Like, you know, this is yeah. how you, you eat healthy. So when you go out, just choose these options. But that's with our brain yeah. <laughs> thinking about things. So yeah. it's one of those topics we have actually been asked a bit about. We're like, mm. okay, yeah, let's break this down. Yeah. Let's, let's fragment it. Let's fragment it, deconstruct it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we're going to start with literally just buying meals out. So this isn't so much about, I guess, traveling, although it will relate to that. So more so just day to day, just say it's a work situation, like you don't have your lunch with you and you just, or just some people just prefer to buy their lunch, right? I'm sure you've got I've clients I've got clients like that. that do that. I'm like, yeah. man, I, I just like, per, like, Clearly, you and I don't do that. Like, I think yeah. we have maybe one day a week where we might go and buy ourselves lunch. Mm. But, yeah, typically we are pack and take girls. Yeah, definitely. Pack and take, is that the right option? <laughs> it is <laughs> now. <laughs> Leftovers. Leftover ladies. That's probably yes. more glamorous than pack and take girls. <laughs> <laughs> like pack and save. I think that's a supermarket in New Zealand. I think it is. It is, isn't it? Pack and save. Pack and save. I remember going to pack and save well, in Bacargo. I like how we say pack and save like bogans though. Well, like Australian <laughs> bogans. But it really should be with a Kiwi accent. <laughs> I wouldn't even know how to say pack and save. I do think I'm a bit boganish though with yeah. pack and save, which okay. is really bad. Sorry, yeah. Kiwi people. <laughs> it's mainly because of the Invercargill influence and the Invercargill people would hopefully not be. That's what I was going to say. Everyone from Invercargill is hating you right now. <laughs> hey, they should understand. You married an Invercargill boy, so. I did. I'm allowed to, <laughs> you right? Take the one for the team. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, lunch is out. Um, and then, yeah, weekends as well was something we want to talk about, too. So yeah. Work lunches or buying lunch day to day. Yeah. The biggest thing that, of course, we're going to keep coming back to is I wonder Man, what. Macronutrient balance, Jess. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. You would have tried. What do we have for it, Johnny? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the most important thing, I guess, is that if you are buying lunch out, that you just keep all of that in mind. So, have you got some complex carbs in your food? Have you got some good quality protein, whether that be from a like veggie source or a vegan source or um, meat based source, animal based source? Mm-hmm. Have you got so complex have you got some nice fats in there and have you got like some vegetables leafy greens and all the other jazz just to really mm-hmm. bulk it up exactly so so if you guys remember back to us talking about the macronutrients you can obviously go back and listen to that episode but the big things that we talked about was the three of them as Chris had just said so fats carbs and protein mm-hmm. but the other thing we talked about is 
your veggies, as in like all your other vegetables outside of those complex carbs, mm-hmm. which essentially are our grains and our stodgy yep. root veggies like yep. our potatoes and sweet potatoes, yep. the rest of them you want to be the hero of your meal, essentially. Yep. So yep. we're looking for buying meals where there's veggie dominance. Yeah, veggie dominance, salad. Yeah, salad dominance. Yeah, definitely. Veggie dominance. Veggie dominance. <laughs> Lunchbox ladies. <laughs> God. Oh, okay. So do you want to just like go through like different places that we choose? I think that's a good way to do it. Yeah. Like let's give some examples yeah. because well, I think. Where we go when we don't buy our lunch. Yeah. And what we, lunch. what we look for yeah. in um, a menu and yeah. how we, we go about that. So let's start with the lunch thing. Yeah. Um, so I guess. Which one do you want to go to first? Let's Shall start we... with Thrive. Let's. Let's, because we're both Thrive girls. We yes. love Thrive. And I've been there for ages, though, and saying I that. went there the last time I, I went was just before. I because you two know what that's about. <laughs> I'm just like, yes, I have an itchy nose. <laughs> I have an itchy nose, too. Um, the last I went just before Christmas, I think, was my last Thrive meal, mm-hmm. and they just updated their menu, and it was bloody delicious. Yeah. I got a Mexican bowl. Yeah. Um, I don't even think I manipulated. I think it was pretty good. I manipulated it. Yeah, well, I do. Because yeah, we manipulate every menu. We're like, well, this is what they can do. What can what can you really do? <laughs> this is me. Yeah, anyway. Um, so, again, the, I guess the good thing about Thrive is that you have the option to build your own bowl if you yeah, want to. I love to. that. And I love mm. that. And I love that for our clients. So, you yeah. can literally say to people, depending on whatever's going on for them food-wise, mm-hmm. you can just go in and basically handpick your elements. So, you yeah. can get your brown rice and your quinoa as a carb base mm-hmm. or... Um, sweet potato yep. um, as a as a more complex carb base. Mm-hmm. Then you can add your leafy greens. Mm-hmm. Then you generally have the option to add some kind of veggies, whether it be zucchini, broccoli, mm-hmm. some form of other greens that they usually mm-hmm. got. Then you have the option to add your protein, mm-hmm. which is typically it can be um, pulled pork, it can be a boiled egg. They do salmon. I'm pretty yeah, sure they, they do all the proteins. They do miso and yeah. um, what tempeh, don't they sometimes? I know there's some veggie options. Yeah. I can't remember because they're a little bit paleo-y focused. So I can't. Oh no, yeah. they do. I swear there's legumes in there. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's, I don't know. there's definitely options. Mm. So some of the bowls stock standard really just tick the macro boxes. Yeah. Um, but some of them don't. So I think that's yeah. one of the reasons too like, to bring up the macros, right? Like yeah. they have some bowls that are more like just veggies and with protein. protein. Yeah. And I think that's something for people to be aware of. Like Absolutely. you've got to be looking for your macro balance. Of course, depending on what you need in yeah. regards to your individual needs. So I guess that's where it can be good if some people are avoiding certain types of things in their diet it does allow them to navigate to certain mm-hmm. types of bowls like that or yep. to again choose and put things together yeah but what i love about them is the majority of their bowls and options that are already made do have a vegetable focus so yeah. it's, you're not going to get like this carb heavy hit like going to i don't know like a chinese store and it's just mm. like you know big thing of white rice yeah, you know it's that so true. carb dominance i think is so common yeah with buying meals um, well it is even like because i know a lot, like a lot of my clients they'll be like oh, I, go, I get indian for lunch i go yeah. out and get vietnamese and then when you talk about what they're actually eating yeah it's just a massive carb hit exactly. it's just like indian um and chinese sort of food it's kind of like they'll give you one of those Chinesey takeaway containers. It's just all rice with a bit of curry on top, and they nail that. And then they feel I feel so tired afterwards. I'm like, we just basically ate two to three cups of cooked rice. (laughs) Actually, can we talk about sushi for that reason? Oh yes, sushi. How many people think sushi is super healthy? Two to three rolls of sushi is healthy. That's just having a big hit of carbs. It's just yeah, Yeah. it's white rice. Like you're just eating white rice, and like it's healthier than macas, guys. Don't get us wrong. Better than going having some Kentucky fried chicken (laughs) (laughs) it's got that little slither of protein Protein in there if you do get that and there's no Mm. veggies unless it's a stick of cucumber or something and don't get me wrong like I love sushi we'll do it as like an occasional thing and I definitely like Mm. I will do sushi as an on-the-go snack like if I know it's like sometimes I've been rushing around doing stuff and I've had my lunch and I say it gets to maybe three or four o'clock and I know that I'm probably haven't got a chance of having dinner till seven ish yeah um, I sometimes find a stick of sushi is a great little yeah. carpet to keep yeah. me going. Yeah, but sure. it's not something I would eat for lunch as is. Yeah. Um, but and I think, like, if people do use it as a meal, I usually, with clients, I'm I like, look, it. can you do it no more than once a week if you really love it? Because it's not what? an option for, like, an, it, people are like, yeah, I do sushi, sushi for lunch yeah. every day. It's like, dude, where are well, you? Where's your veggies? Yeah. Like, where's your protein? <laughs> um, I've got, so I've got a couple of my clients doing this who love sushi. I say, well, you can, if you want to do sushi, you can mm. get one sushi 
thing or two max, depending on their energy yeah. output, obviously, then I'm like, but I want you to have at work a tin of tuna yeah. um, and some leafy greens yeah, or awesome. some salad stuff. So they're, they're basically just using the, their sushi as their carb base yeah. and then they're adding their protein, adding their veggies. Yeah. Or the other thing for people that are super busy, and I say, please don't do this too often again because it comes down to the veggie thing, but is that I say that if they want to go to say um, – Rolled? Is it rolled? Yeah. So you can get one. This is my limitations. You can, <laughs> but it works because I'm like, well, instead of going for just straight of that, you know how they do the low carb yes. rolls one. So there's yep. no rice in those. Yep. It's literally just shredded cabbage and salady stuff and a bit yep. of barramundi or protein or whatever. Yep. I say, and they might get three of those. I'm like, how yep. about you get one normal sushi so you've got the rice and then two of those low carb ones. Yep. So you kind you mean of... one rice papery roll, one with the noodles in it? Is that what you mean? From yeah, rolled? yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh, so what do you mean by sushi roll? and then go and buy some of those. Yeah, from, um, some of them are happy to just kind of chop and change because yeah. they're usually close to each other. So they'll go yeah. and get a sushi roll from somewhere and then two of the low-carb yeah, rolled ones. So Because I find the rolled ones, like the low-carb ones, are pretty good. They're, they're not great, but again, mm. if we're just for pure ease of if this is the best of all, the less, yes. know, the better of all of the options, yeah. they'll get like two of the barramundi low-carb ones which have no noodles in them and then one with noodles or a yep. sushi. Yeah, which so, makes sense because, again, yeah. it's get that bit of carbohydrate that you're not getting from doing just a plain veggie and, and protein, protein. Yeah. Um, but you're not carb-loading it too much. So you're sort of ticking the boxes a little bit better there, yep. which is, yeah, really important. And can I just say that um, the rice papers themselves do not count as a complex carb. Oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Like I've had my car. It's just like four grains of rice. <laughs> Smear down to a sheet. <laughs> had a few people say, oh, I have carbs. I have rice paper rolls. And I'm like, and I'm like with noodles in them because there's too many noodles. And I'm like, no, just the rice paper. And I'm like, that's not a carb. It's just a sheet of wafer thin coverage. <laughs> so anyway, so that just, I think. And obviously, yeah, brown sushi as well. Brown, brown sushi, brown, yeah, or black, brown rice black sushi. sushi. Brown yes. sushi. <laughs> It's going to be even better to yeah. do that little combo you're doing. Yeah, but, yeah, I just side-segwated there because I was just like, yeah, the whole sushi. Yeah, so it's good, though. I, I just feel like a lot of people are like, yeah, sushi. Like, I'm sure you see the same thing. People come in and they're having it, like, three, four times and a week And ha- they're having three rolls. Like, yeah. three – I've got some – like, male clients, again – Usually they're bigger in build yeah. and things like that, so they can do that. But I still get them to add the extra protein and yeah. stuff. But definitely for our f- female clients, mm. moderate exercises, yeah. having three sushi rolls at lunch or even yeah. two to three, but yeah. then no protein to balance mm. that, how that carbohydrate's going to respond. Yeah. And or even look at their bento boxings. Sometimes they do those and they've got a salad with them yeah. and you might be able to kind of chop and change and mm. keeping the macros in mind go, right, I can get that salad. Yeah. I'm going to get some sashimi. Yeah, that's And then a little idea. bit of the rice and you can kind of, put it together yeah. and maybe order a side of like edamame beans yeah. so there's yeah it's yeah. keeping that whole Just, macro yeah. concept in your head because i've even got clients like I, I even know downstairs at queen's plaza here like i've got a couple of my clients doing this there's a sushi thing in the middle mm. and then there's the um sole origin salad bar yeah. so i'm like go and get yourself some chicken and salad and all yeah. of that and then usually unfortunately apart from their brown rice dish yeah they've got all most of their stuff is gluten containing or again it's very carb dense yeah. like so i'm like go and get your salad and then yeah. go and get yourself a sushi roll cut your sushi roll up pop it into the salad yeah. you've got your protein Ooh, I like that yes, idea. i'm very very <laughs> good at this no, i was trying to think i like it so i'm just imagining getting that yeah heat of sushi chunky roll yeah. as i'm eating my salad it's yeah i'm actually salivating yeah it's actually good yeah, they, yeah people love it i've done it a few times myself when i'm just like ah what have i got and i'm like bang bang <laughs> that was me throwing my lunch to everyone in case you know what that sound effect was <laughs> yeah so anyway that sushi is a good one because i find yeah, yeah talking about how to do sushi properly is a yeah good one. yeah definitely for sure um, so we talked about, whoa, just dropped my microphone, sorry guys, that's not the sound thing. <laughs> no, stay. Oh no, technical difficulties, no, there we go. stay there. <laughs> um, the other one would be, the, I guess, the salad bar situation. Yes. So some of the ones that we know aren't just Brisbane, although it thrives in different yep. states, but big ones like sumo salads and then there's Vedrama locally here. But yep. essentially we're talking about salad bars that have got multiple different salad yep. options and they definitely present as healthy of course yep. and they're definitely again healthier than mac is yep but it can be a bit confusing and a little bit confronting it's like oh my god what do i get like yep. how do i actually make this work and yep. 
I know a lot of the time people will say, oh, I've got get sumo salads for lunch. But then when you ask them about it, they may just literally be eating vegetables. Yeah. And there'll be nothing else with it. Or yeah. just veggies with maybe a little bit of some rice. Yeah. So it's that same concept, right? Yeah. Where you can do all of them healthily. Like you yeah. can do all of them in a balanced way. Like, definitely. Like um, sumo salad, um, definitely you've got the option of making things up. So, again, just think um, getting some complex carbs mm. in there. And they have their either pre-made salads that you can choose from that change mm-hmm. each day. Yeah. Or they have, um, you know, the ones you can order off the menu. Veggie ramen is just usually all pre-made and same with a lot of the salad bar things but I kind of just go through and usually the staff are pretty happy to be accommodating like you don't like usually say for a lot of the salad bars you have say the three options of the 10 that they've got there or something like that Mm. for say 10 or 12 dollars so I always just make sure I pick some pick something that's got a complex carb in there whether Uh it be rice or a bit of quinoa combined with some rice Uh or something like that and then I just load it up with leafy greens and quite often for me, there's not enough protein there. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes there is. Like sometimes by the time you get some nuts and seeds, you know you've got a bit of quinoa in the base there. Yeah, um, but it's rare in the salads that there's yeah. enough, isn't it? Rare in the salads that there's enough. Like mm. usually I find it's kind of flecked through. Yeah. Um, so what I typically tend to do is this is where I will have the Coles hot smoked salmon yeah. in the fridge and I will talk. We're like a walking advert today. I know, aren't we? <laughs> this is not a sponsored podcast. <laughs> true <laughs> but it's helpful yeah it's helpful because yeah, it's, it's what we do and it works yeah. so um so i will sometimes add extra protein to it um yeah. not always like sometimes i feel like it's enough that's it's, it well sometimes with some of those salad places they might have like a chicken salad or yeah. a meat-based salad where it is fundamentally more say chicken with a little bit of some veggies yeah. and so forth so you can choose that Mm-hmm. And then choose your veggie yeah. and then your carb sort of yeah. options, and that yeah. can actually all work. But yeah. otherwise, if you're looking at your options and you're like, oh, this is a little bit on the low side, mm-hmm. you can think about, all right, well, I'll get this and then I'll just chuck this on. Chuck a tin of tuna on there yeah. or something like that. Exactly. Um, and that's where, like, too, being a bit organized, like I say for a lot of my clients, that this is where if you want to go out and buy your lunch every day, that's mm-hmm. totally fine. But be aware that these are the pitfalls of buying your lunch out, and yeah. you just have to be a bit more organized in A, knowing what your options are and yeah. knowing what the pitfalls of your options are so that then comes back to having your work fridge Mm. or your work area um, pretty stocked up so whether it be on a monday or a sunday when you do shopping or even just your first lunch of the week go and get the things that you know you're going to need to boost your salad or boost your sushi Mm. or boost whatever it is that you're going to do and that can be like you you know you cryovac salmon that we are addicted to Mm -hmm. um tins of tuna nuts and seeds Mm -hmm. all of that kind of jazz so you can actually like just make something that's probably you know 60 percent right to 90 to 100 right yeah we all i know we've probably said it before and we say to all our clients just like treat your fridge at work like your second fridge yeah absolutely bring in everything and I always say to clients worst case scenario you get to the end of the week and you've got some soggy lettuce or something you know an off tomato like honestly yeah who cares throw it on the compost or something (laughs) you're nice the mouse with me throw it at someone you don't like (laughs) (laughs) set up a cricket game in the hallway It's just like you've got those options there yeah. because it's it, it, often the people doing this are like saying the time poor. They're like calling the time poor card. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, it's that. I don't think anyone could feel more time poor than us right now. <laughs> I just think, you know, like we'll just do that one that one extra thing that brings everything in yeah. so you've got those extra components Well, I'm there. like, so typically like I will have, just from a bought point of view, and then usually we'll, we'll bring our leftovers yeah. in. But you and I, like, I will always have t- some tins of tuna, a jar of nut butter, mm. a bit of fruit. Um, you'll normally bring in energy balls that I eat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm get one. I'm like, there was about five of these, and now there's only one. <laughs> Squirrel's been in there. <laughs> I love how there's always one. You know, in any of those I'm situations, no one. one ever eats the last, last one. <laughs> I don't feel bad about eating your second last one, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll get some hummus, like some of my jalapeno yeah. hummus. So I've got the staples, like the mm. proteiny and things just to jazz it up. We've always got olive oil, salt and pepper. Yeah. We've always got all those things. So even if it's a totally rushed throw together lunch, yeah. we can always jazz it up by just yeah. adding some salmon or adding some hummus, some nuts and seeds, some olive oil, yeah. salt and pepper. And every workplace has got that as an option. Yeah. Like I just... And if they don't, quit your job. I know, exactly. <laughs> but it's so, like it's just you have those things there and you're good to go. Yeah. So I just think that it's yeah. one of those. Unless people are moving around a lot and not in the same place, which is yeah. what we'll get to yeah Mm, they're really helpful 
Um, so other places. We also had, which I guess we'll just quickly brush on because I think it's still helpful, is good old grilled. We, because, we love grilled. And it's it kind of Again, everywhere. not a sponsored post, <laughs> but we freaking love grilled. And again, it's awesome because you can chop and change that menu. Absolutely. I love that about it. And I find... Unless you know, they stuff your gluten-free bun yeah, up, you're right. you <laughs> had recently. So you can do your different sort of bun options. You can go, the, there's a gluten-free bun. You can go the low... I'm addicted to the low-carb one. I don't know why i just love that sponginess yeah. i feel like it doesn't fill you up as much so i have more room for the chips. yeah true yeah see <laughs> I, I swap between the low carb and the gluten-free but i always stuff up and get the low carb and then i don't get anything on the side and then i'm not full enough yeah oh my god the dramas. the dramas <laughs> the dramas but again but, it's very like there's lots of fresh produce there you can amp it up yeah. so you can do your different salads you've the got salads your avocado aren't, salads aren't too bad there's heaps of free and it's a high turnover so everything's pretty fresh you've yeah. got a whole lot of different protein options yeah. um, and I do the thing I do like about grilled is that yes, it's still a technically a fast food option, mm. but they make an effort to source grass food. Yeah. They make an effort to source yeah. free range eggs. So it's you yeah. kind of like it's it's not something you couldn't eat grilled every day for no. lunch. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but if you like, it's still again, it's the better of a lot of crap out it's there. So good if you are needing like if it's a weekend thing or if for you're me like, Monday lunch. Everyone's like has their burger and crap at the end of the week. I'm like Monday lunch. I'm having grilled. That's it. <laughs> start my week off like this <laughs> yeah it's just so useful i think for when you're in those situations let's talk and about I'm, our burgers that we love oh god <laughs> keep this condensed i'm actually loving oh god i was addicted to the nourish and flourish when i first nourish started but I think I've, like, done it. I did a Nourish and Flourish again after a big break recently. Yeah. I was like, I think I can't do this anymore. I've yeah. just had it too much. Yeah. I'm loving the Wagyu patties because they're 100%, 100% just yeah. Wagyu. So they're really good for some of our clients that can't do the onions and the garlic yeah. and those sorts of things because it's just the meat. I find yeah. that useful. So the Wagyu. My salivating here. Oh, the Wagyu. <laughs> with all the... of the salads and yeah. everything with that. Like, that's one of my faves. And I'm currently loving the... There's a pork one, so it's like the pork belly we, with we the kale We checked that out slaw. the other day, but remember like, I had pork belly the night yeah, before, did, so I couldn't yeah. back that up with a pork belly burger. <laughs> yeah, and I add the avocado with that too, so I get my fats with the avo. I've got heaps of the kale slaw. Mm. You've got the protein of the pork, and then, like, I do that on the low carb. Mm. I generally always do the zucchini fries because yeah. they are heaven and yeah. I, a lot of my clients say yeah but they're way too salty <laughs> that's not, that's not yeah. a thing <laughs> there's no such thing as too salty <laughs> i think my brain's broken that's me one. the other day i sent you a message i'm like so i'm having apple and nut butter and i've just literally poured salt on my apple <laughs> we've got problems <laughs> but we are both salt people i love yeah. salt um so my new favourite burger that I'm totally crushing over is the Hot Bird Burger. Because oh, <laughs> I was yes. telling you, a Hot Bird, like me, no. <laughs> so, and because it's got jalapenos and everything, but I take off, it, so it's got sour cream and cheese. So I take the sour cream and cheese off mm -hmm. and I swap it for their herbed mayo mm -hmm. and add avocado. Yeah. So it's still like, oh my gosh. So it's got jalapenos, hot chilli sauce, um, the chicken, it's got, yeah, some... Um, lettuce, tomato, onion, mm -hmm. slaw, I think, and avocado. Yum. And it's just like, it's such a good heat intensity yep. on the low-carb bun. Love it. gluten-free. Yeah. Love it, love That's it, love it. One. Hot bird, <laughs> hot bird, check it out. <laughs> hot bird and all five. <laughs> um, and then Guzman. Um, Guzman. Yeah, yep. another one I think it's worth mentioning because it's everywhere. Yeah. I think there's some ways that you can make this work. So Absolutely. I'm always like... I can make it work anyway. <laughs> I always, I'm not sure about you, but I'm always like, go the naked burrito bowl. Naked burrito bowl. bowls. Ask for it with brown rice. They have brown, brown rice. rice. It's a dollar extra. Who cares? Just pay for it. Brown rice. Get your salad that comes with it. You've got your all your beans and so forth if you're doing the beans. You can yep. then add your extra protein if needed with your chickens and so forth. Yep. For the dairy-free and generally to... I just say don't get sour I'm cream. I'm just like, no sour guac, cream and cheese. Extra guac. Guac, guac. Extra guacamole. Yep, and then if you like yep. me, heaps of jalapenos. Yep. <laughs> Coriander. <laughs> and maybe some corn chips on the side. But essentially there, just to reiterate, you've got your yep. brown rice car complex carb, you've got 
the veggies and the salads that yep. come with it. You've got your protein with yep. the meats and then the beans. Yep. And then some extra fats with that yep. avocado. I do find sometimes they're still a bit carby dominant. Like they are. They do hardcore, pack a lot of carbs. You don't there. have to eat all the brown yeah. rice, people. Unless you're Carissa. Unless you're Carissa. Because <laughs> <laughs> she will eat it. <laughs> You'd think I came from like a bloody orphanage or something the way I am with my food. Like how many times do I get three quarters of the way through my meal and I'm just like, of all the things we know, do not over. I'm like, I can do this. I've got this. <laughs> got it. I've got this, Jess. I can finish this. <laughs> so true. You go and put your little bit back up in the fridge. I'm like, she's so good. I'm like, man, just palm mine into my mouth. So funny. But yeah, so. Oh, God. <laughs> so I think the next thing to move on to would be weekends. So yes. um, a lot of that will transcribe to the weekend, particularly people out shopping at shopping malls. Mm-hmm. If it's like a weeknight, uh, sorry, a weekend night, you want just something casual. I know we do that a lot. Like mm-hmm. it's, we don't tend to go out for more fancier type meals these days, unfortunately, but we tend to like on our Saturday nights, we're just like, let's go grab some grilled or let's go. Cause that, that would be when we would go and get sushi and we'd get into the sashimi and so yeah. forth. Yeah. That's our thing. But um, I think a lot of those options work well there, but particularly I know with clients, they're like, oh, but on weekends, like if I'm out at the mall and I'm shopping, there's nothing to eat. And I'm like, there is something to eat. Always something there's to lot- eat. <laughs> there's always those salad bars. There's always yeah. some of those places that we're talking about. So hopefully that'll help. But yep. the other thing is brunches. Everyone loves going out for brunch on the Bloody weekend. I know it is one of my favorite things to do. Yes, I agree. I hardly ever do it, but I do love it. I usually end up cooking brunch for myself, but <laughs> <laughs> you've got a little bit of a distance. You can't just yeah. jump in the Nothing's car and close be somewhere for us, and yeah. And and like honestly, like once I'm home for the weekend, I don't want to leave home. Yeah, yeah. Like that. That's my sanctuary. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> In my mind. It's <laughs> my sanity out there. I'm like, just keep me away from humans yeah. for the next 48 hours. <laughs> but weekend brunches are a big one. I think number one, it comes down to portions, um, which I feel like we've, again, touched on before. Yeah. Um, but I find a lot of people go out for brunch and the meals are really big and a lot of people overeat. Yeah. And they just... <laughs> I guess we'll just talk about that, but definitely having this massive big brunch and then just not eating all day, just being wiped out, just yeah, like right. laying around the couch. I couldn't think of anything worse to do on my day off. Like I'd rather go and have like this really nice a little expose. Oh wait, Greg and I will definitely do brunch on a Sunday. We just don't yep. go out. Like I normally make it. Yeah. So instead of having breakfast, we'll have like breakfast around like ten ish, ten thirty, eleven ish or something. But, yeah, it's definitely not a huge meal. It's probably similar to what you would get in a cafe. So we yep. do, like, a good quality, like, usually be a sourdough or just some, to- like, toast yep. for Greg. And then it'd be similar. Like, I'll grill some tomatoes, maybe some mushrooms, do some yep. eggs, a bit of avocado maybe. Yeah. Sometimes yep. bacon, not all the time. Yeah, yeah. Lots of fresh herbs. I just find those, yeah, the portions can be pretty epic for yeah. people, um, as it is when people tend to dine out these yeah. days. but. Again, it comes down to looking at brunch menus and putting things together. So, like, avocado smash is really popular at the moment, for instance. But the thing with that, like, yeah, avo is awesome, but, but people are just some... eating bread and avocado for I... breakfast. And sometimes, like, honestly, we love avocado, but I look at some of those smashes and I'm like, you got about two avos on there. There's so much avo like, on those. I don't, I don't know how people eat all listen, of that. I wonder how the restaurant costs that out because <laughs> avocados are five bucks well, each at the moment. There is that whole thing that's going around <laughs> about with, like, the millennials that, you know, they'd be able to – buy houses or put down deposits if they weren't eating all their avocado it's smash. True. It's such a thing, isn't it? Far out there. Their $15, $18 avocado no smash, smash dishes. Yeah. But um, I think the big thing that I <laughs> often tell clients is that, again, these dishes tend to be carby dominant unless they've yep. got something on the menu which is starting to cater for that sort of new yep. wave of things. Like a lot of places will have like a greens bowl yeah, or a nourish or, bowl. Yeah, or a but, poke bowl. Or, yeah, yeah, but often you will have like this – really heavy bready base so it'll come out and you'll have two big pieces yeah. of bread like a big thick sourdough and then there's like the hash brown sort of situation that happens as well and then often it's a bit of a protein overload sometimes too i'd say like people going the the bacon plus the eggs and then the, all the eggs and the salmon like it, it's, it's a, big it's right huge. and there's not a lot of often fresh sort of produce happening there yeah, so i just think true. again it's navigating that menu and going right that meal sounds awesome. I want I want the avo and I want some eggs and I like the sound of that side thing, but do yeah. I really need those extra components? Like yeah. can I say, can I have that but just don't give yeah. me the extra bit of 
the bread or maybe I'll get that without I think, all of the other yeah, added components. I agree because I think we take for granted how picky you and I are with menus <laughs> yep. and how much we just don't give a rat about yeah. asking people to mm. take stuff off or add stuff on so that we get a meal mm. that we're happy with at the end of the day. And I think a lot of people feel yeah. bad about that yep. just don't like just make sure yep. like you're paying for it get what you want and what you need yep. i think like don't go and spend 18 dollars on a breakfast that you're not happy with that's mm. going to make you feel like shit for the rest of yep. the day do what jess and i do go in there download the menu a week before you go <laughs> <laughs> okay that's a bit extreme not um <laughs> but you know have a good look over it and then pick your options and basically design yourself a breakfast mm. that's going to serve you mm. For the rest of the day from an energy macro balance perspective and mm. is going to be equally delicious yeah exactly and if they don't want to do it tell them to get stuff <laughs> <laughs> just don't go back just don't go back but yeah people are willing to accommodate and we're not even talking massive changes we're not talking right massive changes, like, like, like I'm, I'm thinking about a dish right that might be um like those classic sort of big breakfasty styles yeah. where it's like bacon eggs or a big a common combo mm. right would be maybe eggs and salmon yeah so it might be like Two big pieces of bread, scrambled oh. eggs, which is often going to have two, maybe three Usually eggs in three. it, plus like Cream. salmon. And so it, there is a lot in that, That's right? Huge. Like we would, you would never at home go, I'm going to cook up two to three eggs and then eat like salmon and salmon two bits of sourdough and some avocado and some mushrooms. I know. And just be so like, it's just uh, like, just be like, cool, right. Can I have that dish? But um, can I just have one piece of toast and yeah. um Maybe I don't need the salmon or maybe, yeah. you know, common just a one few I find little... is like even just like Eggs Benny. Like so many people yeah. are like, oh, can I, you know, but Eggs Benedict, I've seen that come out at restaurants and that's mentally huge. And, of course, you don't have to eat it all when these meals this come is out. The this is the thing. problem, right? People yeah. are like, I paid for it. I'm going to eat, eat it. it. Yeah, like that's, that says me. But I'm talking about healthy lunches and that's why I eat them all. But, like, I've seen, like, honestly, like, Greg's a stickler for it. Like, mm. he's a he's the worst shit food overeater mm. when it comes to, like, if it's in front of him. Like, mm. even if we go out, like, for dinner and, like, even, you know, with my mum and dad and go out for a pub meal, like, mum and I yep. will always order for what we want. Yep. Dad and Greg, entree, which I can definitely do an entree in a main, but yep. we've talked about it's not a dessert. Mm. But dad and Greg, honestly, entree, which is usually seafood of some sort, mm-hmm. then steak chips and salad mm-hmm. and they get big steaks yep. and then they have dessert and then you pretty much have to roll the tards <laughs> out of there like and then, and then i have to listen to greg whinge and roll around all night because yep. he's overeaten i'm like dude like are you not gonna learn from it's this it's so common but like breakfast that. is the same thing mm-hmm. like i watch so many people just sit back and you just see them eat this epic meal and they just sit back in their chair and you're just like oh mm-hmm. you're gonna suffer for the rest of the day <laughs> I think with brunches, though, like, the cafe scene's gotten pretty amazing. There's usually a lot on and menus. And I think, like, as someone who's worked in hospitality mm. for so many years of my life, like, honestly, they don't mind doing it. And if you get yeah. – if you come up – like, I think a lot of the time is people are scared to ask when they don't want yeah. to be that person that changes the menu too. So, mm. honestly, just ask. And if you come across, like, wait staff or chefs that are just disgruntled about doing it, honestly, just don't go back. Yeah, exactly. so The food industry mm. now has got so much competition and there's so many cafes and wait staff that are willing to accommodate. Mm. So, yeah. I think just find somewhere and once you've found that, they'll love you and feed you. Make it your local. <laughs> Make it your local. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, I guess um, we also wanted to talk about the work situation in regards to the the workplace and stocking up staples, but I feel like we kind of covered that, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, we wrap that all up in there. So probably the best place to go next is sort of taking this next level, which is travel. Travel, yes. So there's everyday being at work situations, Mm. but if you travel a lot for work and you're like, well, I don't have a workplace that I can go to and stock that stuff because I'm always on the go. Yeah. Um, Versus also traveling for leisure, being overseas, being in foreign countries. So I guess to start with, with a work situation point of view. Yeah. So I guess it comes down down to two types then. So I've got clients that drive a lot for work so it's not that they they're home every night but they spend a lot of their day on the road mm-hmm. um, so i've got clients that do that and honestly i just say pack an esky same <laughs> do you same. Oh, we're yep. so similar <laughs> funny that i'm like literally think what you do depending on what your partner does like i know mm-hmm. for greg like he packs an esky for work yep. every day and it's literally literally an esky like yep. whatever frozen he gets frozen water bottles because he drinks so much water during the day because he's like on a like a job site usually mm-hmm. 
Um, and then we just pack his food. Yeah. So, and it's the same for if you're driving around in a car. Pack your healthy snacks, be organized, do your food prep, pack yourself some salads and sit on ice. Don't feel like, you know, you've got to just swap between servos and drive throughs yeah. Like, just be organized. Yeah. And then the flip side, do we need to go more into the food style of thing? Or that's probably... No, no. I think that's just leftovers, yeah. yeah. The other flip side of it is then people who fly and stay in hotel rooms. Mm. And I get that this one gets tricky. But I say to a lot of my clients that do that is, A, do your research and work out where you're going to be staying. Mm. Definitely try and make sure, just work out what amenities you're going to have. Mm -hmm. Like, so if you're going to, even if you're literally got a microwave and a, and a fridge, yep. like a small fridge, that's still doable. Like when yep. you get there, suss out where your closest Coles is and your, or your IGA and go and stock up, stock up on, even if it's... <laughs> What's wrong with Woolies? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Woolworths. <laughs> yeah, since we're just name-dropping the shit out of everything today, <laughs> just forget old Woolworths. I'm a Coles girl, so... <laughs> anyway. But anyway, find your local supermarket. <laughs> And just go and stock up on things. So if you know you're going to be staying somewhere yeah. for a week, go and you have absolutely no cooking facilities in your room, which does happen. Like they yeah. give you a kettle and a mini bar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't drink all the mini bar, please. <laughs> um, go and get like your two-minute, you know, tilde rices. Go and get some tins mm -hmm. of tuna. Go and get some, you know, salad mixes, which are literally your pre-made ones from yeah. Coles. Get a roast chicken. Um, there's yep. deck, and you can literally pack yourself. You can usually get some um, carvery vegetables from somewhere, you know, yep. like thing, and just stock your fridge up. And you can make lunches. And I say to my clients, pack, um, take some, take some plastic takeaway containers so you can pack yourselves up yep. some lunches when sure. you're there. Quite often they're eating out for dinner, so again that just comes mm. back to making normal options. And then for a lot of my clients with breakfast, because they're like, oh, I can't cook eggs, um, and most of them are have. Um, like those little $20 blenders from yep. Kmart that we talk about that you can literally just do your smoothies in. Yep. And I just say take one of those, pack it into your luggage. Yep. It's, you know. Oh, it's so easy to do. Take your protein powder yep. with you. Go and stock up on your milk and stuff when you get there. And mm. it's literally just, you've just got to make it work. Like yep. it, I get, yeah, it's a bit more effort. But, but it's not that much. Like I don't it's think like it, the, Really all you're doing is transcribing that work fridge situation to yep. travel. And yep. it's like you land in a place you pop out to the closest supermarket, which is yep. usually going to be walking distance or yep, a short drive. Yep. It's only going to take you half an hour. You pull all of the crap out of the mini bar and just... Or just drink or, it. Or just, <laughs> <laughs> just drink it and have a really good night to start with. Write yourself off on the first day. <laughs> <laughs> Call in sick on your Monday when you land. <laughs> Get into the mini bar. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm diabetic, can't remember eating all the little bit of chocolates. Um, and just use use that fridge like it's there. Just yeah. utilize it. And yes, there's going to be a lot of people going out for work lunches and liaisoning with clients, but that's where you go back to the other foundations of what we're yeah. talking about and how to choose well when you're looking at a menu. Yeah. So again, macro balance. So it just yeah. keeps going around in that same cycle. But there comes a point where you have to take a bit more responsibility. And a bit of accountability like too. If you like, want to feel well and be healthy and you're, you're just, just travelling a lot, then take that little bit yeah. of extra accountability I've, and just go, well, this is up to me. It's my choice. Like, yeah. I don't have to eat Maccas. I don't have to yeah. just grab like a curry with nothing yeah. on it but a little splattering of gravy <laughs> or some hot <laughs> chips from the servo. Yeah. Like 100%. you have options. There's definitely options. It just comes down to being a bit more organized, sussing yep. out what you've got to do. Like I've got clients that travel overseas and things like that and honestly yep. like they're so good now. Like they research yep. where they're going to be, how long they're going to be there. Yeah. They even Google like restaurants and stuff yeah. around there. So because it, it, for a lot of them too, like it, I, it can become stressful. Like yep. if you're six to eight weeks in your home or even, mm. you know, four weeks in your home and then you know you've got to go away for three weeks and mm. you've done four weeks of exercising anyway. You don't want to go and undo no, it all in exactly. three weeks. So just do your research yeah. before you go. And I think a lot of people who do travel for work tend, there's some generalizing here, but they tend to go to a lot of the same places. Like yeah. I know a lot of clients that we have are like going interstate to Sydney, Melbourne, wherever it might be. Um, but they tend to go to these same areas yeah. a lot of the time. So you can get to know those places. And a lot of mine have done the same thing where mm. they've sussed out, okay, what's close? What can I buy? Where can I go if I need to buy something and eat something? And yeah. again, it's doing the research. We have social media now. Like it takes no time at all to jump on your phone and do a quick sort of scan yeah. of what's in the area. 100%. You can use Instagram, I find amazing for that. You can yeah. just search some hashtags for the area and before you know it, you've got like a couple of places that, that are really close out. by. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I agree. It's, and there, the shake, I love the shake concept. A lot of people do that. It doesn't cost much at all. It's really light. Throw it in your bag, yep. throw in your basic 
protein powder components, yeah. maybe sometimes even like a little bit of some dried oats or something that you're blending into it. But then yeah. you just get your fresh produce yeah. when you get there and bam, you're yeah. good to go. Yeah. So And like those little those little mini blenders are literally twenty dollars from Canada. Yeah, like it's so nothing. handy. I think I've had mine for I'm not kidding, probably four years and it's mm. just started. I can smell the motor starting to have a few issues. <laughs> Start to go. <laughs> but anyway, that's all right. Um the other thing I wanted to talk about was I've got a couple of like my FIFOs, the fly in, fly out. Yeah. <laughs> my FIFOs. Um so what does FIFO stand for? Um, like, you, oh, maybe it was something we used FIFA? as an acronym. Did we use that for the Food PR? Food friendly. Uh, FIFA, that was. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> FIFOs. It's like a football thing maybe? Yeah, I know I it is. Know. It is a football thing. Yeah, it? I don't know what it is though. Yeah. Maybe someone can tell us. Tell us! <laughs> Help! <laughs> um, so I find, depending on what's going on there, usually it's a buffet-style thing. And we may have talked about this one before, I can't uh-huh. remember. But I definitely – that one, again, I feel like it's just – a matter of making better choices so quite often with um especially if you're flying say into a mining site or a work site mm, or something like that ones. they're big ones but i find actually the food choices are not that bad mm. like they're so onto the health side mm. of there's on obviously you can make the crap op- crap mm. choices but typically for breakfast you've got the option of usually some form of complex carbs so yep. you've got you know toast and usually mm. they'll have whole grain stuff or i'm sure if you need to take your own gluten-free you can do that then they'll mm. have eggs bacon they've got all the hot food yeah, stuff they usually have like a cooked breakfast big cooked cereals, breakfast like that and basic cereal stuff. so you can do that quite healthily yeah um even if it's yeah. just literally eggs on toast yeah it tends to be more of the cooked breakfast in the yeah. mines is the better yeah, option better it's option. they are they are a pain in the butt for people with food intolerances yeah. but that's what like you said you just take stuff there's just and certain things happen. that you take yeah clients literally doing that and again yeah. it's just going well i've got to do this yeah and i've got ones that will literally go well we don't have avocado up they don't like lash out and buy avocados mm. but i can do eggs so that they take their own gluten-free bread take the mm. avocado I even got a couple that take their kraut and keep it in their fridge and <laughs> yeah. little donger and things like yeah. that. So that's doable. And then I think you then usually, depending on the site that you're on, you have the option to either take your lunch and make it all up. Mm. Depending on, again, what you can eat, you can make yourself like a nice big ham and salad sandwich or something yeah. like that or a wrap. Yeah. Um, that's usually definitely an option. Yeah. Or you have... The, I've got some clients that will even pack leftovers from the night before, so go in mm. with it because quite often the nights are cooked, so they do a lot of stews and yeah. curries and then either steaks and fish and stuff like that. Yeah. So I've got a lot of clients, um, not a lot of clients, but my few clients, <laughs> and even when I know that Greg has um, done it as well, like they will literally just from a curry or something the night before pack yeah. a bit of rice, pack a curry and put it in their fridge yeah. in their little donger room and then that way yeah. they've got something I to take. I think that's pretty common, isn't it, that you can do that. You can yeah. take those dinner sort of meals and take okay. it back to your room and use it the next day. Lunch, and I think yep. those savoury, like lunches and dinners is where you'll get more of the veggies and yep. so forth there. So you can kind of use those basics to yeah. just stock up all on your veggies and your basic proteins. Yeah. It's just navigating around it like is. what they've got on offer as yep. much as possible. It's and like, well, you don't really need to, I don't know, just say they've got like a potato bake, yeah. which probably Greg would go for, Greg right? the whole thing. <laughs> You know, as opposed to like they're going to have like a tray of like all of like your roast veggies or even if it's yep. like a whole lot of steamed veggies yep. and so forth. Like it's definitely anyone you talk to who's working in the mines, there's usually those basic options yep. that you can put together. 100%. They say breakfast is the hardest. They say breakfast is the hardest. but I, I think say, that's the food intolerance part too that makes yeah. it even harder. Yeah. Or mm. yeah. And again, with those buffet style things, just don't overeat. Yep. Just because you got the option to have three helpings doesn't mean you need to have three helpings. Yeah, exactly. And, and dessert. <laughs> <laughs> so true so the, i think the last area is with the travel again and being away is like overseas travel yeah, um, i'm an expert which, in this area i've been, <laughs> been overseas so many times in my life lots of luxurious holidays <laughs> what would you like to know jess <laughs> how was an email that came through from the maldives yesterday you damien like, was like yeah we should go and i'm like you're not invited <laughs> what did you get? white man <laughs> You get added into this. I think because we're married, you're a part of your collective. Yeah, like no. packed and gone. That's why I saw it and I cracked up and I forwarded the email to you. I'm like, ha ha, catch up. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, look, I think traveling overseas again encompasses all of the things that we've just said. Like, you're in another, um, another place, you don't have your kitchen at all. Um, depends on where you're staying, if you're on the move a lot and so forth. So, 
if you are traveling overseas and you're staying in a place where it's got little kitchenettes and so forth, you can encompass everything that we've talked about. Mm. You can find local places. You can do your research before you get there. It doesn't matter. In most places of the world, particularly in cities and so forth, there's going to be places you can go and get food yeah. and stock yourself up if you're going to be in a place for, say, a couple of days or more. Yeah. I know when I've traveled, we've done that extensively we also would buy our or did we take it i don't know we probably bought over there a little esky yeah because we would have a car and travel around in the car and so we would pack our own leftovers or our own snacks so we'd go into supermarkets and buy all the bits and pieces just or fruit stores and just get all your basics for snacks cheeses and crackers and fresh fruit and so forth so i think you can apply all of that but then if you uh, buying out and you're eating out all the time, which is often part of travel, and it's one of the biggest things that I love about travel. Not having to cook. It's, it's so good. Um, then again, it's just looking at those menus and understanding how to put those macros together. Now, you're not always going to be able to hit the, the nail, nail on the head. head. It's not always <laughs> going to happen. But in the majority of the time, if you're thinking, right, I want my veggies to be my main focus here mm-hmm. and I want to make sure I'm getting some protein. Yep. Um, and it, it doesn't mean that every now and again you don't have like the carbohydrate, for instance, or something like that. You don't have to like lose your mind or something in yeah. the world. But vegetable dominance where you can with the protein and also just – I had another point there and it just totally went. <laughs> I, just totally, I was like, and also – and it went – Boom! Gone. <laughs> Goodbye, fleeting thought. <laughs> no. It'll come back in a minute. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if it was my fleeting thought, it'd be so gone. <laughs> I think I was going to talk about the fact that when you're traveling overseas, it's foreign food. Yeah. So it might be, you might be like, well, I don't know what the menu says. This is where to do again a little bit of research before you go. So I personally love before traveling doing some Googling, getting on Instagram, seeing what my local options are. Mm-hmm. Um, do a little bit of time just understanding the local cuisine. I mean, if you're traveling for food, you're probably already doing that. But get to know <laughs> like what different things are so you're not like looking at a menu and you have no idea. It's very good. Um, it's real. And look at maybe the cuisine and go, all right, I'm going to India. Before I go, what are some really common dishes here that would be – better for me to be looking out for so I don't end up eating this for time or I'm going classic Italy um uh I'm not going to just go and eat pizza and pasta all the time because Mm. that's what like I think that I have to eat yeah like look at the Italian cuisine and go right like what can I do with this how can I make this work for me so I I just really strongly believe that anywhere you travel in the world you can still make it work you can still eat healthy I, I know I've traveled not as much as a lot of people, but a, a fair bit. Um, my sister's travelled extensively and she's been the same. Like, you can always make it work. Yeah. You just have to, again, be accountable for yourself and make it a priority to make good choices. Yeah. Yep. And occasionally they won't fit the bill and that's fine, but majority of the time it's actually, I think, kind of easy and fun too. Like, that's I find it really fun that sort of whole concept of going out to the different places and choosing different meals and I know you know every now and then you get like a little bit of an epic fail we we did one (laughs) in Italy where we thought we're choosing right and I literally ordered a massive plate of just meat like it came out and it was just like sausages and (laughs) steak like I'm not joking it was this massive plate of meat there was nothing else on the plate (laughs) oopsie oh my god and there was outdoors and there was all these cats I think you told me this story the cats were jumping up on the table trying to get the meat yeah that that was a fail but (laughs) But that's all right you're allowed to have fails (laughs) it wasn't the end of the world yeah and um, I think traveling with food intolerances too like it's it is a little harder, but I think if you put in a little bit of effort before you go and understand yeah. the cuisine, 
it's not like you need to do some sort of like, you know, epic studies before you go. Just spend some time online and figure out what's some options here. Like, mm-hmm. what do I want to look out point. for? Learn how to ask things in their local language too. That's what I was going to say. That's like, what, just learn some yeah, really basic questions. Learn how to say gluten-free. Gluten learn how to say dairy-free. Like, whatever it is. <laughs> and people will instantly be like, oh, okay, great. Because it's obviously so common everywhere. Yeah, 100%. Learn so it's not an excuse that you use. Like, oh, well, I was over in like Istanbul and like you know that no one understood me so blah 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 I'm like nah doesn't cut the mustard with me sorry <laughs> coming across a bit harsh <laughs> um, we did also get a question which we're not going to go into today but we'll just throw out there as a little Stretching. teaser about traveling and um, the whole plane trip situation so and with intermittent with, fast, fasting. with fasting, there's a lot around at the moment about people. Um, I've seen on social media taking plane trips with fasting. So oh, I people, haven't seen anything. Oh, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> so we will talk more about that. But I guess the sort of closing thing would be obviously getting from A to B with traveling um, and plane food and so forth. Of course, you can put in requests for food. Like mm. usually. Most of the time they only take one, which is annoying. So you can say gluten-free, but they won't do dairy-free and stuff like that. I know that's in cattle class, but once you get up into, like, business and first class, it's a different scenario. It's like, of course, Matt, we can do whatever you like. Would you like a shine? (laughs) Exactly. But I personally, I think it comes back to, again, like, being prepared before you go. If you know you're taking a flight and you're going to be hungry over that flight, then take some food with you. Yeah, like, that's you the don't answer. have to. It, just because you've paid and your flight includes a meal <laughs> doesn't mean you have to eat that crap meal. Yeah. Let's be honest, most of the time it's oh, crap. crap. It's horrible. You don't have to eat the shitty muffin that oh, comes around I know. with I've, the tea. I just sit there and look over the menu and I think sometimes I get bored so I just keep looking over it. <laughs> it's like maybe there's something here I missed. <laughs> <laughs> After I've read it for the fifth time, surely I've missed something. And it's like, just oh my god! <laughs> so yeah, just pack food to take on the yeah. flight with you. Yeah, um, 100%. That's probably I think that's the number one best thing that you can do, or like choose as bestly as you can if you really are stuck on there. But we'll we'll talk more about that when we get into that um, fasting podcast because there's yes. some interesting little things about yeah, that. Yeah, quite a bit. So I think we've covered everything. I think we have. I think we've covered a lot. Yes. (laughs) Yes, we have. (laughs) If we've missed anything glaringly obvious, though, you guys can always hit us up and ask us questions. Um, Social media, ask us. Yeah. (laughs) As we said, none of this was sponsored. It probably sounded like it, but we just want to keep it real. But, however, if any of the companies listening want to send us free (laughs) shit because we mentioned your names, grilled, um, by all means do. Um, Uh, it's just it's so I think it's really helpful just to yeah. break it down to and like to, what we would do and, yeah, and so what you we guys would can do. understand just how you yeah. put things together. And to understand too that we don't bring our lunch every damn day and yeah. you know, we do eat out some from time to time as well. And yeah. You know, sometimes, you know, we are left short, like you're like, Oh damn it, I haven't got like you just or you've exercised more that day and you get through your yep. breakfast and your lunch, how often does this happen? And then oh. one of us is starving. Yeah. Go mid afternoon or you something happens and you end up at meetings or your day runs later mm. and you know like there's always gonna be something where you're like you're you're left mm. in the hot seat and you yeah. have to make a decision. Yeah, but if you're doing the best you can yeah. majority of the time, that's fine. I yeah. had my lunch when was it? I don't know, the weeks of blur. It was Monday or Tuesday, I think I ate lunch at three thirty. Not <laughs> ideal. Not ideal. Was kind of pretty hungry yeah. and <laughs> hadn't eaten for way too long. Yeah. But you know it ha- sometimes crap happens and you yeah. get thrown a curveball, but it's not the end of the world. You just yeah. like eat your balanced meal and yeah. you just get back on the wagon. Yeah, the wagon. The wagon. Oh, we've gone full circle. We are back at the wagon. Back at the wagon. <laughs> it's time to sign off. <laughs> Alrighty. So you guys know the drill. We love to hear from you. Leave us any comments, any questions you have. Share our podcast with the world. Yeah, share, share, share. The more you share, the more you put on your comments and also leave us ratings the more other people see us. So we yes. really appreciate that. Please do. Um, and otherwise, I think that's it from us. Excellent. And We'll chat to you again in a fortnight. fortnight. All right. Thanks, guys. See you later. Bye.